Very dry and crunchy. <laughs> yes. Maybe it needs more water, says William. Good observation. So we had a really hot spell a few weeks ago and this is one of my favourite plants. I was away for a few days. It's a fuchsia, it's got delicate purple flowers. When I came back, it was all brown because it hadn't had enough to drink. Okay. We're so lucky we have water coming out of the tap. Do you know what? If you don't have enough water, this is what happens to us. Welcome to our allotment service today. Can you think of a situation in the Bible where Jesus talked about water? Oh, well that is true actually. That was in the Old Testament, that was Moses, wasn't it? God told Moses to do that. There's a lot of water in the Bible. There's all sorts of different stories. Well, we're just going to read briefly about how Jesus compares being thirsty and dry with how we sometimes feel in our heart. We might not be physically dry, but we've lost our mojo. We're just apathetic. And a woman comes to Jesus she actually has a conversation with him at a well. Who knows what a well is? Mull. A pot in the ground? Yeah. So in the in the old days and still in many parts of the world, you can't get water from the taps, but you get it from a well, which is actually a very, 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 very deep hole in the ground. It goes all the way down to water in the rocks. Jesus met this woman, she was collecting water from the well. And Jesus says to her, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So, I gave my plant a little drink, well actually quite a big drink, and I put it in the shade and I discovered today that it's not completely dead, it's got some green shoots. Well, maybe today you're feeling spiritually dry. I do hope you'll find something to encourage green shoots. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much that we can be out here in your beautiful, amazing world and for the way that it constantly reminds me of your majesty and order and purpose. Thank you for everybody who's put this going to say show by me service together Lord and uh, and especially for Joe for his his vision and hard work and dedication not just to his allotment but also to us thank you for everyone in Jesus name I pray amen
Thank you so much that you've blessed us with a lovely day. Thank you so much that you've provided us with good news. And the good news and our actions sometimes upset people. God, maybe it, up, it will upset them in the right manner, that we can have talks later. God, but I pray, Father, that you use every one of us. Funny enough, that's <laughs> today's lesson. You're awesome. God, thank you so much for your love and your grace, God. And please... Uh, Speak through me. It's not about me. It's not about how I sound. It's totally all about you. Glory is always coming to you, God. That's why you created us. Amen. And amen. Awesome. Let's do this. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Can, I, <laughs> can everyone hear me? Yes. Awesome. Ooh, that's a bit bright. Sorry. Let's, uh, let's go to Ephesians. Ephesians 2, verse 10. <laughs> Ephesians 2, verse 10. It says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. If we look at that first bit there where it says, for we are God's handiwork. I find that very encouraging because it says, for we are. Not for we could be, not for we should be, but we are. We are His handiwork. Now, handiwork or workmanship comes from the uh, Greek word poema, which means um, made by or product so we are a product of God he has created us I think of of God being this sculpture and I'm the piece of clay that he that he works 
with his hands, if I can say that he has hands, but work with that, work with the clay, bend it, stretch it, sometimes remove something, but then always some, add something. He, he, we are his handiwork. Kids, do you know what it means, what handiwork means? Maybe something you've made, right? <laughs> can you think of something your mom or dad is good at making? Yes, Alice. So she's good at knitting and making stuff. Yes, Danny, did you want to say something? Why? Yes, cakes is more important than scarves, that's true, that's true. Any of the other kids, what are your mom or dad good at making? Yes, Elsie. My, my mom is good at making food. I thought you were going to say that. I actually thought that Alice was also going to say that, that your mom is good at making food, that's right. Any, any other kids? Even the big adult kids can contribute as well if they want. Yes, Osa. <laughs> Your mom is good at making food as well. Your dad is good at making models with you. A mess. Oh, a mess. I'm glad you can hear because my ears have gone. Oh, I thought you said making love. Making love. Yes, Dawn. Um, my dad yeah. is very good at being able to create like physical buildings or things or objects that fit a need. So if, for example, you need a wood, a wood cupboard or a cubby, he'll be able to knock that together out of a bit of pallet he's got left over. That's brilliant. You know, if, he, if you need a, a shelf because your computer's too low, these are just things he's done recently, he, he puts it on, he can get a bit of 2v4 and make a shelf to put your monitor on. He, he's just... He's just very good at turning his hair to things, to, to solve problems that he's got. Okay. And, and I'm just, I, I guess I've tried to learn from that over yeah. years, but he's very good at it. DIY and solution orientated stuff, he's very good at. That sounds very like good. Penny to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Let's move on. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works. When I'm thinking of created in Christ Jesus, I'm thinking of uh, Luke, Luke 15, where Jesus is the vine, and we are his branches. We are connected to him. We're created in him. I think of that as, as being grafted into Christ. This is a pear tree, but all fruit trees are grafted, meaning the top bit is different from the from the roots, right? It is there. You can see it's connected. All right. Now this root here determines what happens above it. I see Christ as my rootstock. Now the thing 
with a graft is you can attach it, seal it and it will grow. The problem is, if I cut this off, what's going to happen to it? Yes, Alice. It's going to die. But I can always put it back, right? No. Oh. Now, here's the difference between that rootstock and Christ being my rootstock, is that I can decide to walk away from God, not wanting anything to do with Him anymore, not wanting anything to do with church or the Bible. I can walk away from Him, turn my back on Him, totally. But the difference is, if I want to go back to God, Christ being my rootstock, and go there, God will accept me with open arms. That's the difference having Jesus as my rootstock. Because then, when I have Him as my rootstock, I can do good things. I can do good things for people and have they can have uh, with the right motive. Right, let's move on. The third bit there, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I struggle a little bit with that, knowing that God has things that He has already prepared for me. I think the reason why I struggle with that is because I'm not in charge. I'm not controlling where I want to go. I think that's maybe why I struggle with that. And I, need, I know I need to work on that. It makes me think of a story of Amy. Amy is a girl, she had uh, brown eyes. And uh, she was growing up in church. and She then started to learn how to pray. And, but everyone in her family has got blue eyes. And she really wanted to have blue eyes. So she grew up, become a teenager, going to church with her parents and cry and pray, God, please, I want blue eyes. I really want blue eyes. She became a young adult also in church and she struggled with the fact that she had brown eyes and not blue eyes. And then one day she went with a mission team and they went to a country where they have a scarf around the head and around the face, so you can only see the eyes. And she noticed that everyone there has got brown eyes. No one had blue eyes. She knew then that all this time, God didn't want to give her blue eyes because one day she's going to go in a country, do his work, where they have brown eyes, and so she doesn't stand out. But the way that she would stand out is because of the good that she does in that country. Not only by words, she won't stand out because she's got blue eyes, but she would stand out because of what she does. <coughs> now, let's read that one more time. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I just want to end off there, because we're going to have a short one today. God being my sculptor, an artist, when he's finished with his, his uh, sculpture or painting or whatever he made, 
He puts it on a pedestal so everyone can see that. He doesn't hide it away, he doesn't put it on the drawer, he doesn't occasionally take it out and say, oh, look what I've made, and then put it away. He puts it, or she puts it, on a pedestal for everyone to see. We are God's artwork that he has placed on a pedestal. The artwork doesn't get the praise. It's the artist that gets the praise. Right? So if we are God's artwork and he has put us on this pedestal for everyone to see and people say oh wow what a lovely art piece that is then it's our job our good works that need to convince the people that sees this artwork what God has done amen let's pray kids we're gonna pray now and then I'm gonna tell you what to do all right that's perfect. Just don't squash the ant because those red ants. Good. That is good. I like that. Okay. We're making friends with the red ants. Right. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Dad, thank you so much that we can always come to you. Doesn't matter where we are at, how we feel, you pick us up. You hug us, you embrace us. You have put us on a pedestal for others to see what you can do and what you are doing. Thank you for your love and your grace that's previously in this chapter and that we know that when we are grafted onto Christ, we can do the good works and we can stand out. Thank you for all of that and I pray this in your son's precious name. Amen. Thank you.